This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you, whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives. You'll find it all here. Today, we bring you a special investigation which will leave you incensed. He's a lawyer masquerading as a hero for the poor and vulnerable in some of the most rural parts of our country. He spent years exploiting the desperation of mothers with children suffering from cerebral palsy, using them as vehicles for alleged self-enrichment. In this extended special investigation, we meet mothers who were duped by a lawyer claiming to be in their corner and uncover his trail of lies. I first came across this story. It was around Christmas time in 2015. I remember, you know, the cynical journalist in me was like, oh, wow, I can actually pitch this for the Christmas diary, like the Grinch who stole Christmas. Sunday Times journalist Sabelo Skiti thought he was writing a one-off article about a young man who'd been cheated by a dodgy litigation lawyer from the Eastern Cape. But it would become so much more. Young guy who had been one of Zugononuba's clients, he said to me, if you just took the time to look, villages across Transkai are littered with this guy's victims. That was like the thing that sparked it for me. I knew that then I had to go to these villages. What Skiti didn't know at the time was that he had just broken a story that would lead to a decade-long investigation into the alleged criminal activities of the litigation attorney Zuko Nonmoba. Working for the Special Investigating Unit at the time, the press articles piqued the interest of an investigator we will call Sarah. To protect her identity and safety, Sarah's words are repeated by an actor. His name kept on coming up in the Sunday Times and the Daily Dispatch. The articles were talking about medical negligence, suspected fraud and maladministration. So we did our own follow-up investigation, identified those cases and found that everything in the articles was true. The Special Investigating Unit had been seconded to the Eastern Cape to investigate the province's medical negligence crises amounting to billions of rands, and one of the lawyers the spotlight fell on was Nonuba. The plaintiffs would tell us they got 200,000 or 230,000 rand for their cerebral palsy child. Yet we are sitting with a court order that awarded them 23 million or 16 million rand. And these guys had no idea. He particularly targeted those villages around Transkai because he knew that there, you know, people are desperate. These were kids that had been born with cerebral palsy because of, you know, the atrocious um, conditions in some of the hospitals in the, in, in the former Transkai. Cerebral palsy can occur when a baby is starved of oxygen in the first few minutes of its life. It can be avoided with proper medical care, but South Africa has among the highest proportion of CP babies in the world due to inadequate resources and skills in state hospitals. 
This medical negligence epidemic has created the perfect breeding ground for money-hungry litigation lawyers like Nonoba. After his traumatic five-day-long delivery at a state hospital, Nobatembu Kachele's son, Zubenati, started having seizures straight away. I went to ask why the baby was always closing its eyes. I couldn't even tell whether he was asleep or awake. The nurse told me that the baby had a seizure from birth. Zubenati would later be diagnosed with cerebral palsy. My child is so fragile. The child looks like he's one month old, even though he's already 12 months old. In 2013, Nobatembu was approached by one of Nonmuba's agents. This is standard practice for dodgy litigation lawyers. Even though it is illegal, they send out scouts to villages, clinics and hospitals to look for clients. He was paying people in villages to recruit mothers with cerebral palsy children. Nobatembu and her son Zubenati were taken by Nonmuba's men to see doctors in Gabecha and Johannesburg. Their medical records were copied and they were taken home. It was almost a year before she heard from Nonuba again. He then called me to high court in Mtata. He first said the money I was going to receive is going to be three million. That was in 2014. He further told me that his job was now done and that he would not be meeting with me anymore. Kept in the dark, Zubenati's mom had no idea that her son had won a 12.4 million rand medical negligence payout, which was paid to Nonmuba Inc. in 2014. Nonmuba had been given six months by the court to open a trust in Zubenati's name, which is a special kind of account managed by independent trustees in order to keep people's money safe. But when Skiti arrived at the family's home during his investigation, it was two years later. They hadn't received a cent and knew nothing about any trust. In the case of Zubenati, there had absolutely been nothing that had been done. Um, his mother actually was suffering because she was taking public transport, taking him to a public hospital. And that money was for that express purpose to make sure that it looks after his, his medical needs in the now and going into the future. Medical negligence litigation is big business that is crippling an already broken state health system. To date, Nonmuba has been paid out nearly 600 million rand in potentially fraudulent medical negligence claims against the Department of Health. As the SIU investigation intensified, Sarah and her team found evidence that Nonmuba was not only not paying out on legitimate claims, he was also submitting completely fraudulent claims. We started comparing and so many of these summonses were basically identical. Same amount, same layout, the same merits. So he wasn't even bothering to make them unique to each patient. Pamela Ngandwana is a single mother who lives alone with her cerebral palsy daughter, Avuzwa. Hello, Dombi. She can't work or even travel far from home as her daughter needs 24-hour care. Hello, Sissi. Hello. 
In 2014, while collecting her daughter's disability grant, Pamela was randomly approached by someone claiming to know a lawyer who could help with her child. I got asked, do I need help for my child with a wheelchair? I said yes, and she said she would take my number and give it to Mr. Nongkonga. Even though Pamela's daughter hadn't even been born in a hospital, Nonguba traveled all the way to her village to sign her up and collect her details so he could submit a medical negligence claim against the state. He then took photocopies of our clinic card, then a copy of our IDs, and then our birth certificates. He took everything. Without Pamela's knowledge, Nonoba submitted a bogus 16.5 million rand claim against the Eastern Cape Health Department, which was intercepted by the Special Investigating Unit. According to the summons, which is drafted by Nonoba, she gave birth in the hospital. But the medical records show BBA, which is born before admission. In other words, you walk into the hospital with the child, so the summons is false. Pamela's case was one of six fraudulent medical negligence claims that the SIU discovered in only a few months. These women are also his victims because he gives them hope. He makes them promise to get grants, schooling for these children and medical care. From the word go, he lies to them. While these fraud investigations were underway, Nonoba continued to win millions against the Eastern Cape Department of Health. Having perfected his modus operandi, he spread his wings to the Western Cape, targeting the same clientele, desperate mothers of cerebral palsy babies from poor areas. The Western Cape had 93 medical negligence cases lodged for the whole province against them, 53 of which were non -Hoba. 33 matters of the 53 that were referred for criminal prosecution. How far the matters are, I don't know. The Hawks confirmed that an investigation into Nonoba has begun, but we were shocked to discover that almost five years since they started, Nonoba had not been charged. Did you ever in that time get to speak to Zuko Nonoba? Our one interaction with him before we published the first story, um, it didn't go very well. We found was that he was a very evasive person because I think he was someone who was not used to being held accountable. As our investigation into Nonoba escalated and we traveled deeper into rural Eastern Cape, it became obvious that these families felt so intimidated by the fancy lawyer in a shiny suit that many of them feared that they had actually done something wrong, not Nonoba. You've got innocent, poor, semi-literate people that you can exploit. And that was what he did. He's exploited them we get a tip-off that the fraud may go even deeper. We are shown multiple cases where Nonoba had won millions from the Department of Health without paying over the money into the children's trust accounts. To verify the allegations, we drive to Willow Vale, where another of his clients, Millicent Molose, should have been the recipient of a 15 million rand payout for her son. I think you, Mr. I think I met Mr. Nongumba in 2015 or 2016. He said he was from Nongumba attorneys and his job was to assist children living with disabilities. He then promised that he would build a house for my child. 
Millicent's son, Avile, was diagnosed with CP due to birth injuries at a state hospital. She was aware that Nonmuba was submitting a medical negligence claim for him, but she was never told the amount of the claim. The last time she heard from Nonmuba was in 2019. I was told that the case has been closed and he then gave me 50,000 rand. Even though the evidence was overwhelming, we decided not to tell Millicent about the 15 million rand payout until we could confirm where the money went. In the meantime, we take the treacherous two-hour journey back to Millicent's village where her son lives during the week while she works in town. It is not easy. I want my child to go to school. I want him to have a wheelchair. I want him to feel good. When we finally arrive at her home, Millicent is shocked to find her son completely alone. Hello, boy. He's in a terrible state, lying in his own vomit, overheating, battling to breathe. Millicent's voice quivers as she tries to reassure her son that he's okay. It hurts every day when I go to him. I can feel it when he's not feeling well. Meanwhile, Nobatembo came back to us explaining that Nongoba had finally set up a trust in Zubenati's name. This was two years after the court order, but again, there was no consequence for Nongoba. He called me in 2016 and told me that the money was out by 2014 and it was 12 million, but there was a delay, so we'll only get 8 million. Accountant James Philip Davison is a co-trustee on Zubenati's trust, as well as on 11 of Nonmuba's other clients' accounts. Together with other trustees, they should have flagged irregularities with these trusts by now. Our producer tracks him down while he's on safari. I think um, it was in 2014 um, I commenced work with Nongnova. Once the matter's been settled in court, um, the attorney would contact me. I would be involved from the beginning in actually registering the trust at the master's office. As a trustee, it is Davison's job to ensure that Nonoa pays over all the capital and that the trust is then solely used to benefit the child. When we asked him about the fees that Nonoa is deducting, he explained that Nonoa was only entitled to 25%. It looks like he's taking in the region of 60 to 70%. He would pay over, often pay over a random amount of, say, 2 million, and then the next day, another million, claiming that uh, he had limits on his bank transfers. And then that's when we would say, what's happening? And he says, then I'll get back to you. I will provide you with a full accounting summary and the accounting summary never comes through. Is it possible in your mind to say the trustees were not aware of what was going on? Look, uh, you would have to try very hard to convince me of that. Um, 
for instance, a person like Philip James Davison um, is a chartered accountant. So the court order says there must be 12 million rand in this trust. Mm -hmm. If the lawyer or the attorney deposits 6 million for argument's sake, that's the first thing that would be red flags for you as a trustee is that, whoa, 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 where's the full amount? From the beginning, um, the trustees have queried the amount paid by Nonuba and he would reply that he's getting back and these things just get delayed months and months and months and, and you follow up and nothing happens. It was shocking to hear that it had taken Davison and his co-trustees almost six years to take action against Nonuba. We eventually had a summons issued about a month ago, which was successfully delivered. And he has put in a notice to oppose, which is again another delaying tactic, which could set us back another couple of months. With evidence in hand, we sit Millicent down to show her what the court had really awarded her son, the document Nonuba failed to share with her. 15 million rand was her son's, not the 50,000, as he had told her. Where is the money now? This guy has kept too much money. He stole from my child. Millicent has now reported her case to the police, but unless Nonmuba has a change of heart or a crisis of conscience, it would be a long legal battle for her to recover her son's money. Sort of, sort of boy, sort of boy. As South Africans, it's almost as if we've become numb to corruption or scammers stealing millions from government. But this time is different. Nonmuba is not only allegedly stealing money from the state, he's also stealing from desperate special needs children, money that's meant to give them a fighting chance at life. And he's using that money to make himself richer and richer and richer. As this investigation went on, I kept thinking it couldn't get any worse, but it did. In 2021, Treasury did an audit into Nonuba Inc., which exposed a potential shortfall of 263 million rand. This was state money that had been paid to Nonuba to better the lives of these cerebral palsy children, and it had vanished. In an email from his lawyer, Nonuba denied some of the claims against him while refusing to comment on others as the matter was still in court. Unsatisfied with his response, we tried to confront him at his offices in Johannesburg. Surely he can't just do what he likes? He's getting away with all of this by the look of things. Why is the justice system not doing anything? Subscriber you have dialed is not available at the moment. All the numbers we had for him were also either off or no longer existed. So I guess all we can do now is wait for the wheels of justice to finally start turning. In 2022, Nongoba was found guilty of fraud against the Eastern Cape Department of Health. But before he could be sentenced, the magistrate was killed in a car accident. 
The trial started from scratch in March this year. Nongoba will also appear in the East London court on another three counts of fraud. After a long, drawn-out process, the Legal Practice Council finally managed to suspend Nongoba last year, but he has contested his suspension in the Constitutional Court. So he continues practicing, having rebranded himself as an international arbitration lawyer from Santon. There's that saying to understand a society, look at how it treats its kids and its elderly. Those were the people that Zugunonguba targeted. Uh, the most uh, vulnerable um, of our people in society. And instead of doing right by them, he stole from them. Um, and not only from them, but he also stole from the country. It's a difficult story to tell, but such an important one. Currently marketing himself as an arbitration lawyer, we urge you to remember his name, Zuko Nonkuba. Meanwhile, a number of our followers have come forward offering to assist the children featured in today's story with wheelchairs and other aid. Thank you to the normal South Africans stepping up to right some of the wrongs in society. Thanks for listening. In case you missed any of our earlier episodes, you can find them all now on Spotify and all other major platforms. Also, head on over to the Carte Blanche website for more insightful content. <laughs>